Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Welcome to DC. Well, I was expecting B.B. King, but uh, what's up, Eminem? Doing great today, Doc. I got you uh, coming back from commercial. Okay, good deal. Good deal, because Thrill is gone. B.B. King. Scott Jackson. Actually in person. I'm excited yes, whenever sir. you get what's a national up? celebrity. <laughs> you know, I'm sitting there. I'm watching yeah. the Buffalo game, and yeah. God, God almighty. Awful. Every once in a while, something happens. Yep. It makes us really appreciate everything about life, and that you kind of get, yep. we kind of get lured into this is just what we do, and it's right. automatic. Yep. No, dude, that. And then I hear your voice. The Mercedes Benz commercial comes <laughs> up, and I go, I know that guy. <laughs> I said, I know that guy. Hey, uh, Mark, Mark Zetlin is really extremely. Uh, I mean, he is pushing the, the. I mean, he's putting this thing out everywhere. Isn't no, he? I mean, that's good. Yeah, they're, good they're people, going man. everywhere. I mean, every game I'm, I'm watching now, people are telling me that it's no, on. I'm telling you, national it, championship, Monday Night Football. Oh, yeah, Caps yeah. Wizards has been there all year. I mean, I, yeah. I'm used to the Caps Wizards people telling me. Yeah. No, uh, but when, I, when we make time. the uh, the Monday Night Football game, and yeah. then the uh, pretty, pretty exciting. Yeah, I, I love it. And pretty then, impressive. And the college football playoffs. I'm hoping to hear. It, uh, next Monday, too. Yeah, but Hopefully. that was numb. It brings no you, pressure, Mark. It, it brings you back <laughs> to yeah. thinking that, especially when you're. I don't know about you, but I'm in perpetual. I'm angry. Yeah. yeah, I'm disappointed as hell that I'm out of the hunt. That my crew is out of the hunt, and I got to deal with Clarence Goldsboro mm. Jr. Who announced today? Yes, I knew he would. Announced that he's bringing his kids to the game. You know, oh, the oh, fan, oh, he's actually that. going to the game. Oh, absolutely! Why oh, wouldn't you? Oh, he's part of the blue wave. He's huh? part of the blue wave. Oh boy. Okay, oh, boy. there'll be yeah. a decisive, you know, favorite in a game that again. Yeah. Thank goodness. I'm yeah. hoping that the Sonny Jurgensen retirement of his jersey yeah. will be able to get us to at least register on it. Ah, uh, um, yeah, I'm a little worried for about that, time. man. I'm now, I hope worried. they do it. If it's at pregame, yeah. we could be shot. Yeah. But hopefully it's at halftime. Because I have a feeling a lot of our fans will, will take their time in the parking lot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's going to be a really alcoholic <laughs> uh, beverage. Yeah, if you're coming input. in there, and I would imagine um, for some people, uh, you know, this is the send-off, so to speak, too, they think, uh, for – 
for ownership. I mean, there, there's going to be, yeah, there's going to be some uh, some fuel behind some Don't of it, it for sure. Uh, I hope I hope we get like you said a good salute for Sonny. He deserves it. It's uh, well overdue. Um, excited that he's going to be at the stadium. That's awesome. And we'll see, you know, but the game itself, who the heck knows? I mean, I'm, I don't know about you. I mean, I know you hate to, you know, to think the tankathon thoughts. And our friend Al Galdi is going to No, Galdi, look, that's why. Yeah, it's a perfect guy, timing. Uh, so 1230 today, Galdi. Galdi. Who, you yeah. know, g- for years has arm wrestled with all of us. All of us. Oldest, uh, older folks about, yeah. Uh, yeah. about, hey, man, you know, just lose. You lose know? the game. I mean, he's talking about this stuff usually in November. This year he, he didn't, you know, he didn't need to. He really was all in until last week, obviously, like every Everyone else, and now it makes sense. I understand what he's saying. So I'm look. I'm excited for the Sam Howell evaluation, and I know we didn't get there uh, as easily as we probably should have to decide to make that decision. But uh, wait a minute. What do you mean we? Well, not we. It like was the, a committee. The, the organization did Isn't not. It amazing how the guy who went from being czar, yeah, is now touchy feely. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Wants to pay? He's doing yeah. polls. Yeah, yeah. He's doing a box suggestion box. Yeah, yeah it's all. <laughs> I'm just not used to my dictator. Yeah, yeah. Having a suggestion box. Well, I don't know about you. Well, wasn't it Cam Newton? Was he with uh, the Panthers when he asked for the suggestion box? Was that when was it Ron there? Was that no, when John no, Fox? No, he's a guy was that almost didn't play a guy because he didn't wear a shirt and tie. Yeah, that's which right. Which I love. Yeah, yeah. I love order. Yeah, I love order. I I, I understand it. You know. That it, I think everything works better when everybody understands what the rules are. Sure, sure. And that we have order. And Coach Thompson was always, and I agree with Coach, it's about order. But what I don't quite understand, and I need you and our fan base to help me okay, okay. understand, because I'm not touchy-feely gotcha. when it comes to this, about why all of a sudden now everything we do is by committee and there's polls, mm-hmm. and the national people get it first. Everything that disseminates out of this park, which reminds me of our past, mm-hmm. is disseminated to somebody it used to be San Diego. Right, right. Because Bruce's guy was in San Diego. So all of our stuff, you know, like the locals get crapped on, and everything's a notional indication, but yet you're in charge, but you don't make decisions. You're in charge, but somebody's up in the booth who decides what we do analytically on decisions. So if you don't make decisions, you don't call plays, you don't run the defense. I mean, here's my question: What do you do? So, like, it's kind of uh, one of those, um, you know, things like when the consultants come in and they get to say, "So, what is it you do here?" And you're yeah, supposed to talk wanna, about your job. Yeah, what is it that you do? <laughs> like from office space. Yeah, yeah, I, <laughs> that's a great question. Um, well, I don't I'm know. Asking you for help. He's, he's he's the great listener, I guess. I don't know. I mean. Clearly, he was going one direction yesterday. At least somebody leaked that out on his staff, which I think is concerning, right? That somebody I mean, how many staff, leaks can you have in one season? Come on, man. Like somebody in your staff is leaking out what they want to see, which was Taylor Heineke start and maybe a little bit of Sam Howell later. And then apparently Taylor Heineke talks you out of it saying, no, why don't you just let Sam play the whole way? Maybe also kind of saying, you know, if you don't believe enough in me, you know, stick it. Exactly. Now say that again because I think a yeah. lot of people yeah. – in our fan base and sports on Twitter, mm-hmm. they don't quite get it. I give Taylor all the credit in the world. He says, hey, he say, Stud, mm-hmm. he said, no, you're not going to set me up. Right. If you start me, then I'm going to finish yeah, the game. Yeah, I want to finish the game. Right? Yeah. You're not going to bench. Not, you're not telling me I'm predetermined benched. Exactly. Yeah. That's what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're telling me that you don't have the guts to go with your instinct. You want to use me as a fall guy. Taylor said, hey, pal, did you hear the crowd? They're yelling for me. If I don't play again, I'm still a hero yeah, here. Yeah. So you stick that, okay? 
and put your guy out there. And look, he's Taylor's a team guy. Taylor ain't stupid. No. And okay, he's playing out. If this was a high leverage game, which yeah. last week's game was, Taylor, I'm sure, would have loved to have had the opportunity yeah. uh, to have that one. But, yeah, this is um, – yeah, I mean, again, this is stumbling, bumbling, fumbling into the uh, off season, which is bad. Uh, and then all that aside, yesterday, the, the, the one that struck me – like somebody hit me in the head with a two by four while I was listening to the through all the how, through all the decision making, through all the uh, consternation as to how the decision made these unnamed people that apparently have some say in Ron's uh, decision making was the fact that I heard that this team made progress this year, and um, you know I guess technically that'll be correct because even if they lose seven nine and one is better than seven and ten. However. Yeah, as the guy on ESPN says. Yeah, okay. I don't find that it's a ton of progress, and I think, as you like to often say, if you had a boss, right? I don't think your boss would agree with you. You don't agree with me? You yeah. think they have a boss? No, I, I'm no. I'm saying what you say is true. Yeah, right. If yeah, they, they don't if have they a boss, actually had a boss, it's a rudderless ship. Yeah, it whatever is. you want to say about right. it, you don't have a boss. Okay, so USA Today. Mm-hmm. So I'm having a little breakfast. Morning. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I said, well, let me look at the toe pole. The polls, yeah. And I'm listening to Stephen A. Screaming, screaming and hollering yeah, yeah. about something. And I go, you know what? What's our rankings look like? I love it. You know, because I mean, I'll listen in and, and, and be mentioned, Finley. They they have been following one particular uh, guide all year on their, their top 32. So I go, all right, take your emotions out of it. Yeah. So I'm going to take my emotions out of it. Sure. And I go, because I am emotional creature. <laughs> <laughs> and I am, I am, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a junkie, a winning junkie. Like I need to win, otherwise I'm not happy. I go, okay, let's just. Of course, Goldsboro. Of course, he's called ten times already today. Where we rank, twenty fourth. Where we last, sixteenth. So we're in the middle. So we've gotten worse. Yes, so go now backwards. Twenty fourth. Yeah. Okay. And I'm looking. Well, wait a minute. Who's ahead of us? Sure. Tennessee. Oh, that's right. We were on the one yard line and shotgun. Yeah. Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They just beat yeah. your brains in. Yeah, we just gave that, that one away. Yeah. The Jets, I would have loved to play them. Seattle, uh, that, that would have been. New Orleans, I go, no. Carolina, oh, no, that would have been. I wish we had a. Miami, uh. I go, so we're 24th out of 32. And I'm thinking, well, well who did we beat? What's our quality win? Well, of Philly. course, the Eagles, yeah, yeah. We beat the Eagles. And I'm thinking, well, who else did we beat? Jacksonville. Yeah. So I'm looking at, well, wait a minute. There's your quality Maybe people wins. are too hard on Ron right. and the staff. Hey, man, the guy's only been in three years. Now look at Jacksonville. Like, wait a minute. Didn't they just get there? Yeah. They were, they were, the, they were the worst team in the NFL the previous worst year. Worst team correct? in the yeah. NFL. Pick and first. I thought about they the Giants. First, yeah. well, let's go in our division. Didn't the guy in New York, didn't they have a guy named Judge? Here come the yeah, Judge. Yeah, here come the Judge. He got this guy was out. garbage. Yeah. Okay. They identified trash, yeah, and they disposed of it, right? Yes, correct. Okay, so they're better than us mm-hmm. in one year. In one year. Yeah. Okay, all right. And this team, um, you know, truth be told, is in last place in their division again. Uh, yeah. No, again. Yeah. Well, last year the Giants were, but the, the, you know it's back to being in last yeah, place. Okay. Yeah. So yes, so that that was kind of hard to uh, listen to yesterday, among other things. That yeah, okay. there's been progress because it just again if. But where's the progress from? Now I will say this. He did show a gangster move. He was a, really a boss move, getting rid of his defensive line coach. Okay. Now, I can say that if you get rid of somebody that really should have never been hired, that is a gangster move. Well, okay. really, was it, is it? Or did you just do what you should have done 
even earlier. Right, and the fact that it happened so late also questions, comes a question like, why did you move on this earlier yeah. for all these other people? Not good at making decisions. Yeah, a little bit tentative, I would yeah. say, as well. Difficult, right? difficult. Yeah, he has yeah. a little bit hesitant to make the tough decisions, Yeah, as we've talked about over and over here, too, because I think, you know, this is, again, all this group source, whatever, crowdsourcing stuff was, yesterday was bizarre. I, as I said to people, I'm not crapping on Jeremy Fowler from ESPN because I think he has been very accurate with his reporting, and I'm sure he got it from a rock-solid, close-to-the-situation source when he went with it in the morning. And the fact that, obviously, it got torpedoed you know, just a few hours later when they hit the practice field and then on the podium tells me um, that somebody had an agenda um, within the group. You know, It's kind of crazy. What do you hear this stuff from? You hear from other teams? You got people all over the league. Do, do other teams? Well, we had in this New conversation. England, do they have these kind of problems? In so New we England? had this debate in 2013 with Mike Shanahan. Yeah. On his show. Yeah. On his coach's show. Yeah. On the air. You, myself, Brian Mitchell. Yeah. They go, oh, this is this all over the league. This happens all. These stories are everywhere. Yeah. We're like, really? Um, I don't know. Atlanta's were. You know, we started going through the list in our heads, like yeah. naming teams that were worse than at that time the Washington Redskins. And yet there were not these crazy stories about family feuds and, you know, meetings with owners and, you know, guys taking their iPad out of the uh, out of the office in the offseason and taking his coffee mug or whatever he had. Oh, yeah. yeah. All this weird stuff. And, you know, and then we kind of let Shanahan know it. And we're like, yeah, that's not really the case. It's kind of just here yeah. that these things tend to be, you know, crazy town. And you're kind of feeding the beast with some of the things you're saying. And doing, and uh, you know, he was okay with it. He gaslighted it on the way. <laughs> he didn't care. He was like, whatever. Uh, he blew the place up. On, tried to on the way out. So, yeah. but yeah, it's here, man. And it, it's been the one consistent source um, of the. I mean, you always say, hey, what's your identity as a franchise? Um, th- that's it, right? Like, is this constant leakage for for a long time? And they've done a good job, kind of stopping leaking um, over the last few years. But except for like that, the good stuff. Right? Like, okay, we're gonna run out some good news here today, here's who gets it, you know, our friend at NFL Network or our friend at ESPN or what have you. But yeah, yeah that one yesterday was a weird one. More, you know, the more I did the uh, CSI on it um, over the last 24 hours, it's like, wow, that's that's bad because that means somebody on the staff was not on board with the decision that eventually was made uh, thanks to, I guess we should say, Taylor Heineke. So. <laughs> Yeah, Heineke. And you know what? <laughs> Which is wild. Now, there's right? a real leader. Yeah. You know, there's a guy, right? if, you, if you're looking for somebody yeah. – to be in your organization, <laughs> I hope that um, oh boy. that that pays dividends for him. I don't know. Yeah, it's interesting. Know. All right, well, let's get into. Uh, we're going to talk to Galdi at the bottom of the hour. See if he believes in you know where where was the where was the growth this season? There's certainly positional, individual growth, and those kind of things. Uh, so you could certainly find that, but overall, as a team, I, I don't know. Year three, at one point uh, around this time last year, we were told how important it was and how it was the year to start moving and making progress. And then they kind of pulled that back a little bit in the off season. And you know, when they were sitting at seven and five uh, coming out of the month of November, I don't remember anybody trying to lower the expectations at that point, saying, "Yeah, we're, we're probably capped out at this point with you know three home games left." Um, you know, a bye week jammed in the month. I mean, that should help you in theory. I don't remember anybody. Team. I don't remember anybody telling me that to no. play the first place team before right. you. Yeah. It was laid up. Yeah, this is like having pins in a bowling alley. Yeah, lined up, and you know what he threw? A gutter ball. Bingo. All right, 
We'll take a timeout. We'll come back. Burgundy Gold today. Doc Walker back in the house with me, Scott Jackson, here on the Team Night streaming live on the free. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. How to see Play the blues, huh? This is really catchy. <laughs> Sad, right? This is thrill is gone. Oh, it is. This is it, baby. <laughs> On many here, levels. Here you go. Here you go. On a Dallas week, I am sad to announce the thrill is gone. You haven't but talked trash to Babe Laufenberg this week? task, and that is the part of me that I can't diminish. I want to beat Dallas. And I wonder, can we get ourselves together and refocus in time enough to pull that off? Do you think there's any shot that we can at least put forth that effort? I hope so. I mean, there is still an any given Sunday element to the league, right? Well, what else is there? Yeah, I mean, there is that element to the league. Um, it not often happens here, uh, in particular at FedEx Field, but it does happen from time to time. What else could you want for this new year or on your wish list for the well, holiday? Well, I want to see the kid play, and we're getting that, okay, and I want to see him play well. Right, uh, because I, I think that matters. Even though they're saying, "Well, it doesn't," they're trying to downplay. What, you know, we're not going to. You got to. It's some evaluation. I mean, come on. Why else do you put them on the field? Doesn't make any sense. And you know, I wonder if some of these you know coaches are a little concerned that maybe in the fan base's eyes, you know, it's really going to be graded harshly if he does not play well. Not on the player, but on, on the staff who had an entire year. Um, you know, really, you know, since. What April, late April, May, yeah. right when he got in the building, yeah. uh, Bookie Minikin to work with him to to know that whenever he did had a touch, have to touch the field in a meaningful game, that uh, he'd be ready for it. So, well, I'm interested to see that. I think that's important. Yeah, it'd be great to ruin Dallas's chances of winning the division. 
you know, they, they still need help. They need the Eagles to lose to the Giants. And what else do you have? That's really it. I mean, that's all you can serve up to the yeah. fans. I mean, and, you know, and you know, win one last one for Dan. I mean, obviously, that's 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 another big one. I can't believe you got that out of your mouth without laughing. <laughs> I'm serious. I, I mean, mean, that that had so seriously. little impact. So, seriously, I mean, it, I mean, this could be it. I mean, this could be his last game. Is over for Sonny. I can't. I mean, winning for Dan. I I, I can't even. I, that was good that you did that without laughing. That's really good, boy. That's the last comic comedian. <laughs> Why? It hasn't crossed anybody's here's mind. Here's what they get. Somebody over there thought it was a great idea to trash the kid and say he's not ready. Yeah. And that just makes you look like a bunch of jackasses. We saw him. Hell, we did the preseason. Yeah. The kid looked, looked good. Yeah. I saw him in Carolina. Looked Matter of fact, I saw him as a freshman at Carolina. Yeah. You know, playing pretty big time, big time football yeah. and not scared at all. And somebody put that out and thought that was cute. Yeah, and that scares me uh, about again the staff, right? I mean, here's, somebody in the staff, yeah, yeah, put that, it out there that, that the you're, kid you're scared of this guy wasn't yeah. ready. Yeah, come on. So you hurt your own product, you nitwits. Yeah, and you think that's cute, you know? And then get people to perpetuate that. How the hell you will know if a guy's not ready? He's not practicing, and then he got to be up for six weeks. He would have been in the game. But you're saying he's not ready, right? Like you didn't have a package ready to go. I mean, they they yeah, put you Marks... didn't go out and get another veteran. Yeah. So what are you saying? That makes right. you look like the clown show that you really are. That is pathetic. And I'm sorry that they had the Bruin, who who put it out there, who I respect the hell out of Logan, but somebody that was the that was the cheapest blow that I've seen in a long while by underbellies to discredit this kid. Is if he's slow. No, you. The teacher never comments about the student. It's a reflection of your ability or inability to teach. I'm telling you what. I am so pissed off at the fact that you would try to discredit one of your own to save face, and then this 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 hilarious joke of information has come out. And all that being said. I'm going to be cheering and rooting my butt <laughs> off on Sunday that you beat Dallas. Well, here's the other one. All right, let's take Kyle Shanahan out of it because apparently he's in a master class level that everybody else can't teach in. All right, let's put up the clown show that is the offensive coaching staff of the New England Patriots. I think we all agree that is one of the dumber things happening with the smart people, right? Smart people do dumb stuff sometimes too, including naming you know two guys that were buffoons as head coaches as your offensive staff, right? Yeah. So but that's... Billy Zappy, Zappy. Sorry, Zappy. I do this every time. Zappy. Billy Zappy. Uh-huh. I should remember this because he ruined my homecoming last year uh-huh. uh, at going to the alma mater uh, for Western Kentucky. Okay. He had to play for, what, three and a half weeks. I think it was three and a half games. Three starts and a, and a half part of a game. He came in and balled out. So somebody in that staff that, again, apparently, you know, Bob Kraft knows a few things about winning, has said he's not satisfied with that, sta- with that part of the team right now. He's not satisfied with the offensive situation. Anyway, that guy came out and balled out when he had to play much earlier this year. And they had less time to work with him to get him ready. And somehow he came out and looked really good, okay? And, yeah, he had some moments, too, where he looked like a rookie. But he, but overall, if you're grading him against the other rookies that have played this year, and obviously Malik Willis, um, you know, Ritter have struggled. Um, yeah, you know, and, you know, Pickett's been held up by the Steelers. Uh, they've, you know, he's had some moments, but he's also, I don't think, thrown up for over 250 in most games. But anyway, yeah, I mean, it's just, 
So again, it can be done. So let's stop acting like it couldn't be done. Hell, uh, Scott's father, Norv, uh, used to get guys ready. I mean, he beat the Dallas Cowboys, the world champion Cowboys team, their last world championship team, twice in the same season with Heath Schuler <laughs> and Gus Verrott, okay? So it can be time. done, damn it. A long time. It can yeah. be done. It can be done. <clears throat> so you feel my, my you know, yes, it can not, be done. It's just the, the acting like it's impossible and, oh my gosh, woe is us. It's just enough already. And I mean, there, again, there are people, and again, not in the city, but in other parts of the, the other 31 teams in the NFL that have these success stories throughout the year of like coaching up, right? It, but the last several weeks have been embarrassing on so many levels for this staff, in particular the offense, with guys that they picked, by the way. yeah, I mean, they have their fingerprints all over this. You can't blame Jay Gruden or Bruce Allen for these players. Nope. These are your guys. I mean, so do something with them. You know, it, it's absurd. And it's insulting to the fan base to continue to push out this, oh, but the injury stuff. I mean, come on. Get real. I mean, there's not a single team in the league that hasn't had injuries that, and good teams, by the way, that have to overcome them. And yeah, it is a battle of attrition. So I guess the offseason should be about building a new hospital and rehab center over there, you know, on Joe Gibbs way, as opposed to going out and getting players. Because that's what I that's what I caught yesterday too, which was, well, you know, we're fine as long as we have, you know, our our ones, we're we're fine, but we just can't coach the other guys. Well, like Booster says on Twitter, and I forgot all about this. I thought they were brilliant a year ago. Yes. With Garrett Gilbert. Great point. Great point. I mean, my God. And you said now that's a staff that gets it. That yes. young man has a lot to do with he's right. gotta have a he's gotta have a brain, high IQ. Right. right. But all the guys we brag about, I, I know <clears throat> that these guys can coach. They know football. Sure. They've proven that. Yeah. We saw all summer. Had I not been there to see it, I say nothing because I don't talk about things I don't see. But I saw it. But yet you get the guy. Come on, I mean, we're not. I know you should. I know you think we're stupid. We're not stupid. We just are in love with you. We just love the brand. We just support the kids. I think you take kindness for weakness, and that's exactly what's happened. And uh, Booster, great, great move. Well, what they did with that kid in thirty-eight hours—that was, was good, no doubt, no question about it. All right, coming up, we'll take it. And they, they've shown they can do it. So they, as the young kids like to say, they told them themselves. Yeah, Al yeah. Galdi's going to come with us next. We know what he's rooting for Sunday. A oh big my L. God. He's, oh, be- he's rooting it. for 353 TVs from hell and a last second loss. We'll get to him next here. <laughs> Burgundy Gold gone. today. Team 980 streaming live on the free Odyssey app. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, welcome back. Burgundy and Gold today. The Team 980 streaming live on the free Odyssey app. We will... uh, Get back to uh, a little bit more on uh, the rest of the NFL stuff a little bit later on and the rest of the NFC East. And, of course, the rest of it being the Eagles and the Giants. But 
First and foremost, we got Dallas Week. We've got Al Galdi via the BetQL guest hotline. Bet smarter via the books. Download the BetQL app today, Al. Can you feel the excitement? It is Dallas Week. My friends, I am excited. I'm excited to root <laughs> for a commander's loss on Sunday. I cannot wait. Uh, Walker Walker dropped his headphones. He's so upset that, with you right now. Uh, he can't even see it. See straight at this point. No, man. He, I know he's loving. He's loving this. I want to give him credit mm-hmm. because it's Galdi that always thought about the future first. It's true. And I'm into the now, and he was always like draft position. And, you know, Gall's done such done a great job with the Wizards that he, um, I guess, was hoping that we'd get some carryover. So what do you have to say for your team? Yeah, uh, not what we expected. Uh, not the step-forward season that uh, we were told that the team needed this coming season. That's for darn sure. Um, it's amazing, man. I mean, all they had to do was uh, win a couple of games here down the stretch. I mean, it seemed pretty doable. You know, the schedule certainly set up in that way, but they're not there. And we've gone – it's amazing how the season has turned. We've gone from actually feeling pretty good about the state of things. And I even did an installment of my podcast a few weeks ago talking about, hey, 7-5-1, and one, you know, this great turnaround. Is the Ron Rivera rebuild working? Like, it looks yeah. like everything's kind of taking form. And everything has fallen apart, it feels like, over the last six weeks. I mean, the team hasn't won a game since that Falcons win in late November. Like, you think about that, how long it now has been since the team won a game when all it had to do down the stretch here was win a game or two. Like, that was it. You didn't have to win out. You didn't have to be great. It's not like you were facing a murderer's row of opponents. Like, all you had to do was win a game or two. And that hasn't happened. And so, yeah, I mean, this season is ending in a really bad way. And, you know, you think about it, you look at the last two seasons now, weeks 14 through 17, this team is 0-7. This team is winless. Weeks 14 through 17, the last two seasons. Like, down the stretch, each of the last two seasons, the team has faded. And that obviously is not a good look. Not at all. And, you know, it, like you said, it was a murderer's row. They they had some momentum going. And, you know, they had a couple injuries here and there. But it, it is interesting uh, how quickly it spiraled out of control. And they had that extra week. You thought it was an advantage between the Giants games. And it looked the opposite. I mean, because they came out and they didn't look like the smarter team. They didn't look like the more prepared team. That, that looked like New York. And that that's the one that I think this offseason, and yes, this most recent one stings too, but that's the one to me that I, that I still, I need a full-on like investigation on <laughs> as to what in the world happened between that first Giants game and the second Giants game. Yeah, you know, I think one of the discouraging things as a Commanders fan is that it may well be that the Giants finally have gotten their act together. You know, yeah. the Giants the, the Giants have been worse than Washington over the last, like, five, six, seven years, and the Giants have had, like, a turnstile going in terms of head coaches. But this setup that the Giants now have with Joe Shane running player personnel, Brian Dable as the head coach, I know we're only one season into it. Maybe we feel a totally different way a year from now. But it really feels like the Giants got those hirings right and that they now have a tactical advantage over a lot of people. I mean, that Giants roster isn't very good. And and if you just did a dispersal draft, all of the Commanders players and all of the Giants players, you would take so many more of the Commanders players than you would the Giants players. And yet the Giants are where they are, and our team is where it is. And I think that that's telling. Oh, it is. More disappointment. Um 
I still have to find a way to get in fight mode because right before kickoff, I know I'm going to want to win a game. And I know that's where we're going to differ. You want the draft pick. I want to beat the Cowboys. And, you know, having done this kid's game throughout the preseason, we've seen him. This kid is just as good as anybody else that's young. They got a chance to play with their teams. And I think it was uh, disgraceful that it was put out that he wasn't ready. On a team that very seldom doesn't even have his own starters ready. (laughs) So that's the damn thing that pisses me off that they would leak this about a kid out there and why don't they get their pass protections ready? That'd be a nice novelty. Yeah, there's no doubt. I I mean, I'll say this. I want the team to lose. I do want Sam Howell to play well. I'm actually very excited to see what he looks like. And this really was like the only call to me. Like, start Sam Howell. You know, one game isn't going to be the end-all, be-all, tell-all. We all understand that, but... It is time to start to ramp up the evaluation of them because as you enter into yet another offseason quarterback search, it'd be nice to have at least a little bit of an idea of what you might have in this guy. I mean, I think he's a really intriguing prospect. And, you know, I know you say, well, fifth-round rookie quarterback, okay, but he's not a normal fifth-round rookie quarterback. Things got really strange with the quarterbacks in this past draft. And, you know, here's the guy, I mean, everybody knows this, but a little more than a year ago, he was viewed as a potential number one pick in the 2022 draft. So he fell to the fifth round. It was, I thought, a really good value pick by the team. And so, yeah, let's kind of see what you might have in someone like this. Um, I, I don't know what to expect. I don't know that anyone does. But I, I will say this. I know some people have said, like, well, you're kind of throwing him to the wolves in, you know, game number one being against the team with a really good defense. I, I don't think you look at it like that. Like, let's see what he has. Let's not operate out of fear. And, you know, one of the ironies here is that the guy who Ron initially wanted to start over Sam is a guy who nobody gave a chance to in his first start for Washington, right? Taylor in that playoff game against the Bucs, and he performed surprisingly well. Like, you never know with this stuff. The NFL so often is so wrong on quarterbacks. I mean, this Brock Purdy thing should have everyone rethinking things. With the very last pick in the draft now being the quarterback of the team that may well be the best team, in the conference. And so who's to say that Sam Howell doesn't go out there on Sunday and play surprisingly well? Like, could he be really bad? Sure. But could he be better than what people are anticipating? I think that that's possible too. So I'm rooting for him. I don't want the team to win, but I am rooting for Sam and I want him to play well. All right. Uh, we're here with Al Galdi, Al Galdi podcast, the Nats Chat podcast as well with our friend Mark Zuckerman. Uh, you can hear him there. Uh, BetQL guest hotline with us here on Burgundy and Gold today. All right, let me let me throw this at you. This offseason, what do you anticipate, knowing what we know uh, to this point about, uh, obviously, a sale most likely headed for a full sale? We just don't know how quickly it'll happen. Uh, I got worries. I mean, you were probably just a young punk in College Park, and I don't even know if you're in College Park at this point. You might have been in middle school. Uh, going into the '99 offseason, uh, and how that whole or the you know the, how that whole thing broke down, you know, with with the last sale of this franchise, and this team was kind of paralyzed through a, a lot of that offseason. and lost Trent Green uh, for one, but obviously Charlie Cashley pivoted, was able to get Brad Johnson in a trade. Do you feel like this team is going to be hamstrung because of that situation? I would like to think no. Um, I, I mean, w- what I think is going to be the case is I think Ron and his crew are going to be safe because unless this sale happens at what would be lightning quick speed, the sale is going to happen after the coaching cycle in January and February. I mean, 
We haven't been given much of an idea of a timeline. The closest thing we got was that report from Jay Glazer early November. The hope was that the sale would be completed by the league meeting in March. Well, obviously, March is beyond January and February. And if you're Dan and you're selling the team, why would you incur the cost of paying off Ron and his staff and hiring a new coach and paying that guy and his staff? So it's kind of funny. The thing that everyone has wanted for years, Dan selling, appears to be happening. (laughs) But now that very thing is preventing something else that a lot of people want to happen, and that is for Ron and his crew to be ousted. So it's kind of odd the way the football gods can work. But, yeah, I mean, I think in a weird way, Ron is actually one of the safer guys in the NFL right now. Yeah. But in terms of, like, can you do the things that you want to do this offseason, I would think yes. I mean, I don't think that Dan's going to be spending a ton of money on infrastructure, okay? But in terms of, like, can Ron, say, trade up in the draft or something like that, I don't see why he wouldn't be able to do that. But, of course, that ignites a whole other topic, which is, you know, if Ron is going to be out after this next season – do you want him trading up in the draft for a quarterback who then is going to be subjected to an entirely new staff come the following season? So, like, there's that part of all of this that's kind of messed up. But I would think in terms of, like, roster maneuvering, Ron should be able to do as he wants to do this offseason. So what you're saying is that we're basically screwed <laughs> for another uh, kind season. Of. Kind and of. it's going to be a is you know really what you I mean yeah. we're going to have another season of a headless horse. You could unless it ends up being you know it's interesting Scott brought up ninety nine what happened in ninety nine yeah great year the team had a surprisingly good season ten and six won the division and we know how it is here this team when it's supposed to do well never does well <laughs> right. and then when the team is supposed to be bad yeah. actually tends to good do point. better than anticipated. That's a good point. So, That's fair. I fully expect them to win the division next season. Yeah, but, 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 golf, yeah, I, yeah, we, but I get what you're saying. We have not had this level of talent since we've been communicating on air. Yep. With the, the room has talent. We got talent. We got now. We need some help at linebacker. That's clear. Offensive we, line. We got some geriatric spot. Well, see, I'm not as down on the offensive line as a lot. Well, you mean you need two I'm, new I'm, guards, I'm, right? Well, I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd like to have a guard, right. but I'm just saying protection schemes can cover up a lot. So I'm not killing the line like a lot of people are. Okay, I'm killing the fact that we're not addressing people that need help on the line. So who do you blame? Okay, so if you put a tight end on a premier pass rusher, is it the tight end's fault or your fault? Did you like the scheme last week on fourth and one where Curtis Samuel was responsible for blocking Miles Garrett? Yeah, I thought that was smart because <laughs> it was innovative. I saw it was so mad. No, just checking. I'm just, just wanting to know what you thought. I'm about just that. killing. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. Who are we joking? Yeah. What's uh, here's a question for Galdi. What's going to stop us from being in last place? Oh, I like that. A year from now. Uh, trading up and getting a stud quarterback. You know, but beyond that, I'm not sure. I don't. I mean, I don't know what to tell you because. The body of work now from this regime over three seasons just has not been close to good enough. I mean, there are some good things that have happened. There are some good players who have been acquired by this regime, so you can say that. But if you take a step back, you know, 30,000 feet, and you look at everything in front of us, like it's three consecutive non-winning regular seasons. You know, if you go by point differentials, you know this team has been outscored by 141 points since the start of last season. I mean, 141 points. 
Like, Oof. what are we doing here to where that's where we're at? Wow. And I know, I know you can make excuses, you know, the quarterback stuff, the injuries. Everybody has excuses. Like, 141 points, really? We can't do better than that? So it's tough. I mean, I am encouraged by the defense this season. I think you, 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 you got something there. But this is a league of offense. Like, you've got to be able to score. And they cannot figure out offense. And it really has become maddening. I mean, all these different quarterbacks, now you have to say all these different running backs as well. They've talked so much about this formula this season. I mean, the formula to me is kind of funny. The formula is code for our passing game isn't good, and so we have to try to mask that as best we can. Like, that's what the formula is. That's not a realistic way to have sustained success in today's NFL. That, that's something you do when you can't do the thing that you most need to do, and that is throw the football effectively. So, yeah, I mean, the offense is the thing. They've got to figure that out. But to your initial point, I do agree with you. I do think that there is talent on this roster, and I think that's the good news. And I think if you ever could figure out this position that we call quarterback, <laughs> I, actually th- I actually think that you're, you're not, like, terribly positioned. Like, you have guys on this team who can play, but it's that most important position that has eluded this team for decades. And until you figure that out, it's very difficult to win. True that, uh, you know, the search goes on uh, another offseason, but uh, it will be uh, – I, I see the odds on Derek Carr now have the commanders at a 10% chance, the Jets, Colts, Buccaneers, and Panthers with higher percentage chances, um, according to this one service I just saw. What, what do, you, do you buy into Derek Carr could help this team? Do you think that would be a good move for them, or, do you, or is that something that would be maybe too costly? Yeah, I mean, it depends on what it would cost. I, I'm really – not that excited though about going down the veteran quarterback path again like I think if you really want to get this right you need to draft a guy you need to get someone who's young who's rising who has more of a ceiling you know Derek Carr I I think he's been a pretty good quarterback but we've seen the best of him like at this point the best case scenario with him would be he maintains what he has been and doesn't start falling off a cliff like everyone else who comes here it feels like does in other words, you're not getting like a guy on the rise in Derek Carr. If you draft yeah. someone, in theory, you're getting someone who can be getting better and better. To say nothing of you're getting someone who's young, who doesn't have mileage on his body, and who also will be under the terms of a rookie contract for his first few NFL seasons. And so I think that's the thing to do. I mean, th- th- this regime has yet to actually do that, right? Go quarterback in the first round. And you know, every draft, there's been kind of a reasoning behind it. And at the time, you can kind of sort of understand it. But, you know, you take a step back now. There are guys who are promising, if not already good, who this team could have drafted, right? We all know about 2020 with Herbert and Tua and now Jalen Hurts. You look at 2021, I think conceivably the team could have traded up to take Justin Fields. You look at this year, you know, Kenny Pickett is playing better. This team could have drafted Kenny Pickett. Maybe a year from now, you know, we say it's a good thing they didn't take Kenny Pickett, but, like, there's a guy on whom this team could have spent a first-round pick this year, and maybe that guy could have been the franchise guy who this team has been searching for. So, especially in what is set up to be a quarterback-rich draft, at least in theory, you know, who knows, but this is said to be a quarterback-rich draft, I think that's the way to go. You know, you, you try to go quarterback in the first round, and that's why, to me, it is important that the team loses Sunday. Like, I know some people hate hearing that stuff, and I don't like rooting for the team to lose, okay? But if you need to trade up, which almost, which uh, likely this team will need to do to get the guy at once, having a higher first-round pick is of higher trade value. And that's the idea behind this. 
the, the difference between having the number 10 pick and, say, the number 15 pick is significant if you need to trade up into the top five, top three to get the guy who you most want. And so that's, I think, the reasoning behind, hey, play well this Sunday, yeah. but lose. You know, maybe late in the game, Ron can bench Sam for Carson Wentz, have Carson come in and do his thing. Now you talking. And, and, and secure the loss. Like yeah. our guy Josh Norman in 2019, Doc. Yeah. You know, yeah, you, put, right. you put Jano into the game, he gives up the touchdown to Greg Ward, and all of a sudden we're picking number two in the draft. That's right. Now there you go. There we agree. There, you there go. we agree, brother. All right, Galdi, as my always, man. great talking to you, my friend. He's uh, the best. Have a good one and a happy new year. Thanks for happy coming new over year, with us. Happy Thank you very much. Same He's to you, man. At Al Galdi on That's Twitter it. via the BetQL guest hotline, Al Galdi podcast, Real and also the uh, Nash Chat podcast with uh, our friend Mark Zuckerman. All right, so what Galdi just said is interesting, talking yeah. about the, the sliding up in terms of the pick pick mm-hmm. percentage. Do you know who's picking number 10 right now in the NFL draft? No, 10 overall. Dallas? No, it's it's a, you know it's 10 overall. No, oh, 10, 10 overall. Yeah. So five slots in front of the commanders. It's really a trick Please question. don't tell me it's in our division. Yeah, it is. Oh, see. And it's, that. guess what? It's yeah, the best team in your division. It is the, the Eagles, Eagles. That's right. Because loaded. they got the pick That's from the right. Saints. And they yeah. have their own pick, which is obviously towards <laughs> the end of the draft. You know, anywhere from, could be anywhere from 28 to 32. But anyway. And they're, by the way, this year's first round is one pick shorter because the Dolphins had to forfeit their pick, um, you know, for the... Uh, the criminal owner. <laughs> the criminal yeah. owner, right, yeah. right. So, Isn't that amazing how many of these crooks <laughs> survive? Well, he was actually like suspended and punished. There was like no... Like, yeah, how long? Well, he was out for a while. I mean, you know, there is okay. apparently a method in which you can punish owners. And they got better while he was gone. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> Where yeah. they, they have to leave and they're not like in charge of, I don't know, yeah. like going to find a stadium and then <laughs> tell you you should move the Dumfries or something like that. So anyway. All right, um... We got stuff to get to at the top of the hour off the Commanders. I believe Kedrick Golson's going to join us. Do I have that right? Is uh, that, Brother Golson? Is that yes. at 1 o'clock? Yeah, okay, Bulldog. good. Very good. At 1 yeah. o'clock uh, yeah. as well. The um, the story is uh, great right now about DeMar Hamlin. Uh, there has been a remarkable improvement, they say, in the last 24 hours. I uh, saw a report a little while ago um, that said uh, per physicians caring for him in the hospital, he showed amazing, um, remarkable improvement. Again, over the last 24 hours, mm-hmm. um, while he's still in critical condition, he has demonstrated that he appears to be uh, neurophrogically intact, neurologically, hello, yeah. intact. His lungs continue over. to heal. Yeah, mm-hmm. He's making steady progress. Uh, they're grateful for the support they receive. So that is excellent, uh, excellent, excellent news, certainly. That's all I really care about. I mean, that's, yeah, that's really scary. the good news out of all of this is to – it'll keep me going through our crap. <laughs> you know, as long as this young man gets better and there's no setbacks. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Uh, so that is uh, good news, obviously. And it, I don't, I don't, I think what they're going to end up doing. The last discussion on this was they're just going to that game's just never played. I mean, you know, that's all. You just figure it out by percentages. Um, yeah. You know, there's no point in trying What's to wrong with making a tie, right? Re- zooming it. Yeah, I mean, I guess I would do the same thing. Yeah. So, um, sure. I mean, you know, they got in the red zone. They did stop them. Yeah. It would have been easier if it was 7-7, seven, seven, I'm sure. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think we have to be the adults in the room on this one and just go, let's just. Yeah, it's a canceled yeah, game. Canceled game. Yeah, or, or yeah, I think they're going to go towards canceled and then you just go off percentages at that point. It just never happened. Because um, obviously they didn't get to finish. There's no way you bring them back you know, to the field to play each other again at this point. 
And, uh, you know, there was some talk about that off week, like during the wild. That seems silly. You know, to, people, when I heard a lot of people talking about B. Mitch in particular. You know how many practices I've seen where they've stopped them, something's happened, they moved the kid 20 yards away, yeah, and we just keep, keep going. going? Yeah. That's normal. Sure. And you become callous yeah. to a lot of this. I understand sure. a lot of people would just put off by it. Yeah. They would think, well, wait a minute, he's gone. Can we resu- I get. I'm not mad at you for understanding that. We are trained to be able to do it, even if that was your brother who was done it. I mean, it's really sick. Yeah, it is. It's sick. Well, you, you did hear the story um, that was shared yesterday, which was, you know, Sean McDermott's reaction after, you know, Cincinnati coach Zach Taylor went over and talked to him and he said, I, I got to go to the hospital. I can't, you know. I, I got to go be with Demar. I, I can't stay here. You know, basically, right. like he wasn't looking to like, all right, give us a ten minute warm up oh, period. No, get no, my guys back. No, he was like, I no. got to get out of here. I can't right, exactly. be here. Yeah. So I mean, like everybody's mind went to a different place. I mean, you saw when they, you know, were in the tunnel and they kept showing like uh, the bills. Like Stefan Diggs had already like taken his equipment off before yeah. anybody else because he was like, he's I, out of there. He was going to the hospital too. I, I mean, was impressed with the Bengals. Yeah. That's not their guy. He's no. The enemy. And, and the fan of, and the Cincinnati fans. Were amazing. Hey man, unbelievable. The people know that was not a jerk mm-hmm. in the crowd, and they all felt for the Bengals staff. So impressed. Yep. They felt because that's one of their guys, and they know what this is like. All I thought about Stingley, yeah. Utley. Oof. All I could do was think about the people who played in my era and how you felt. It takes the oxygen completely out of the room. It's, it's, it's eerie. All right, coming up, we're going to uh, talk to Kedrick Golston. We'll talk Commanders Bulldogs. finish of the season. And, yes, the Bulldogs yeah, headed Bulldogs. to another national championship. Yeah, I'm getting a little sick of him with all this damn winning. <laughs> He's becoming an Alabama guy. All right, we'll get to that straight ahead. It's Burgundy Gold today with Doc Walker, Scott Jackson, Team 980, streaming live on the free Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.